0: You're listening to Real Estate Talk Boston. This is real estate powered by Hub. And Right now, we're going to flip sides. Usually, we're talking residential real estate. We're going to talk a little commercial real estate. Fittingly enough, in Office Link Studios, that is owned by the Vaza Group. Steve Vaza, thank you for being here. Thank you, Chris. It's good to be here. Now, in regards to commercial, I know you guys are all over the country, but there's, there's a lot of opportunity
1: out, out there right now in your world. There certainly is. There's uh, some tremendous uh, opportunities on both the buying and the selling side of the, uh, the commercial platform. And, and you guys
0: have some um, apartment buildings and condos going up, I understand,
1: in the New England area? We do, actually. Uh, we, we have a uh, residential footprint, our condos uh we're developing in uh in Maine right now uh, in the Portland area uh we have a number of apartment properties uh, throughout uh, southern New Hampshire and uh into Massachusetts and then we have commercial office uh office buildings uh self storage and um, some industrial properties as well uh not not to mention our our single family residential subdivisions so we we sort of have a full spectrum of uh of uh the real estate platform you guys are definitely hitting the full spectrum, I actually just recently came
0: across an article uh, talking about a real estate boom, not on the residential side, but on the commercial side. I think it was focusing on uh, the malls and, and e-commerce and how that's driving business today. What are your thoughts
1: on that? Well, it's interesting that you asked that, Chris, because uh, you know I, I, I listen to uh, talk radio uh, often in my car, uh, the, the, the business network, and, and one of the uh, conundrums, uh, they call it the, um, the the retail ice age. Uh, more often than not, uh, for the traditional bricks and sticks. And as a real estate developer, uh, I obviously pay particular attention to it. And um, I don't know really what the future holds for the tradition, traditional bricks and sticks uh, malls that we know of. Now, we do have some retail properties, but you know, they're comprised generally of uh, places to eat and um, you know, things that can't be uh, you know, maybe picked up online. OK, Sorry. you know, a Planet Fitness, uh, as an example, things like that, where, you know, you, you need to go. But um, as I mentioned, the, the traditional uh, bricks and sticks where you can buy things online, I think, is a uh, significant headwind uh, in the future. And I, I really don't know um, how they ever come back from that. It's interesting because the the
0: world is definitely changing in how we operate, and these mm-hmm. these little things that we hold in our
1: hands all day, yeah. definitely a game changer. Sure. Uh, well, talk- just my, my, my dad used to say to me, you know, he'd he'd look at the phone and he'd say, you know, when I was your age, I needed ten people to do what you uh, you all do now with one 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 instrument, right? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's truly it's really, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Which which you know, in and of itself, uh, poses some challenges for commercial office properties. I mean. Um, you know in some of the suburban markets, you know one question that you know I often challenge myself with is do I believe that you know companies are going to need the large office requirements that they, they did traditionally in the past? Uh, just take Office link um, the, the you know the studio that we're sitting in here okay uh, years ago it was um, you know somewhat, uh, you know, people didn't really want to say that they were in a shared office space. Um, you know, if, if, if you were working remotely from home or in a shared office, maybe you quite hadn't arrived. Um, you know, within the past 15, 20 years, uh, that whole paradigm has changed. And, um, you know, people think nothing now of a shared office space. In fact, they, they see it as a place to congregate, where they can be with other adults, other professionals, uh, rather than being working from home, um, because so many people now are able to work from home. And um, you know that's why we've seen the success that we have with this office line concept. And this is a great space
0: right here in Quincy. I know you have another one up in Chelmsford. That's correct. What I love about this space, um, a lot of my friends like myself have a lot of kids. Sure. Right. <laughs> and I get it. Uh, when I try to work from home, it's impossible yeah. to uh, to to stay out of the way of. Busy bodies running around, and and you know, there's a lot of guys that might be in sales, and, and their company is based in California, Texas, and they work from home. This is really a great spot where you can come in, get high-speed internet, plug in, have office space, um, your own office, plus um, meeting rooms, conference kitchen, rooms, kitchens, etc. Yeah, yeah. a great spot. Yeah,
1: it's it's, a, it's a very professional space. Uh, we tried to be as I, as I've said often uh... in the past uh, we we try to be edgy with you know the decor uh... but a highly professional atmosphere as you mentioned you know between high-speed internet tv private offices private conference rooms uh... you know after hours you can you can rent the space uh... in this particular case we're right off of uh, exit eight in quincy just you know literally seconds off the highway, not even minutes. You can see the highway from here. Um, I personally love it. I have my office here. I I Uber into Logan Airport from here and uh, rather than pay all the crazy fees, uh, it's just an ideal location. Uh, Same thing up in Chelmsford. Uh, That's a little bit of a bigger facility. This one here has 27 offices. That one has uh, 37 offices, uh, two conference rooms, and uh, again, uh, very, very uh, close to the highway uh, on, on uh, Route 129 up in Billerica, fantastic location. If
0: somebody wants to check out these spaces online or come visit, what's the best website to, uh, to go to? Uh, www.officelinkboston.com. Uh, uh, okay, fantastic. Yep. And, what I'd like to do, Steve, is is flip it to the residential side. Sure. I know you're you're uh, building some properties, some condos, apartments out in the Cleveland area. We are. How does that compare to the Boston market? I know things are really strong. You yeah. seem to be strong here. You know, how does that compare to out there? Well, I think it's a, it's
1: a great question, Chris. Um, for us, and it's you know it's it's somewhat difficult to answer, but. Um, what I've found is that local developers, we've been developing properties since uh, 1965. I'm a second generation. My, my, my dad, unfortunately, is no longer around, but um, you know, he started the company some uh, f- you know, 50, 60 years ago. And uh, you know, we, we sort of have developed all of the food groups over the years with uh, you know, re- all kinds of you know, retail, industrial, warehouse, commercial office buildings, sort of the whole gamut. So we, we really were able to, to gauge um, you know, sort of what's hot and what's not from a real estate perspective. And um, what we've found is that there's an awful lot of institutional capital, both foreign and domestic, in well-known great cities like Boston. Okay, people want to come here from abroad, they want to study here. Uh, You know, fortunately, uh, I'm proud to say I've been all over this country, I've been to all 50 states. I'm proud to say that. I think we're, uh, you know, one of the, you know, the greatest country in the world, Uh, although there are plenty of other great countries. I don't want to sound uh, xenophobic, but, um, you know, I I, I do love the United States. And um, fortunately, I'm able to see a lot of the, you know, the great cities in America. And I'm proud to say that I think Boston happens to be among the top five. Quite frankly, I think it's number one, but you know. But it's, it's also the place where everybody wants to put their capital. So because of that, we have uh, a lot of outside investment, which pushes um, traditional developers like ourselves to other markets where maybe foreign capital or institutional capital might not be as, yeah. as prevalent, yeah. okay? So we're able to find opportunities that from a, an acquisition standpoint, the numbers are more rational at least for us okay so we find the cleveland market and some of these tertiary markets cleveland i think is a perfect example um it's going through what i consider to be a renaissance uh if if for those who haven't looked into the cleveland market in recent years Um, I think it's been sort of plagued by uh, an old reputation that quite frankly isn't justified. Uh, You go out there and as I just mentioned, I think it's going through its own renaissance and I think there's a lot of literature out there to support that. In particular, uh, the Cleveland Clinic, okay? Massive hospital network, one of the great cancer and heart institutes in the entire world. It's uh, like its own small city. And uh, people come from all over the world to work there, study there, and quite frankly, be patients there. And because of that, there's tremendous growth. There's stuff going up all over Cleveland. And like other markets that we've seen, from a residential standpoint, homeowners can buy new product or rent product at rational prices, at rational prices. And because of that, we're seeing um, a lot of uh, opportunity we're developing right now. In fact, I, I just got back last night. I, I went for the day, which is nice uh, from Boston. You can go in the morning and come back in the evening. And uh, we have a, uh, a condominium development that we're just breaking ground on, 25-unit uh, uh, townhouse development, uh, literally in the shadows of what I just mentioned, the Cleveland Clinic. And um, it's just a, it's a robust market and um, we're, we're experiencing a lot of lot of success there. Well, coming from the Boston
0: market and the finance side where I'm dealing with buyers on a daily basis mm-hmm. who are getting outbid and there's bidding wars and low inventory, don't everybody go running to Cleveland. It sounds sure. like there's, yeah. there's a lot of opportunity out there. There is. For sure. Um, bringing it back to Boston, don't hold me to the stat, but I wanna say that it's some like 16 to 18,000 units coming onto the market over the next, few years
1: is i don't boston know i don't know what the number overbuilt? is but it's a big number it's Not a much number, I know. it's, a big rational, rational it's a big rational it's a big number it's a big right? number it's a big number and uh um they'll 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 deal with it they being the uh the large apartment companies that are building all these i mean if you drive downtown boston which we all do uh you see the sky cranes going up everywhere and uh you know that's i guess uh, a great thing and you know we'll, we'll see where it all shakes out but people are moving in they're coming to boston they love it here Great place to be. Great place to be. Thank you, Steve.
0: This is Real Estate Powered by Hub.